Hi, and welcome to the Mental Health Madness that is the Man Myth Podcast. We are your hosts, Bobby. And Pop. And today we are going to talk about dreams. Dreams, dreams, dreams. It's interesting. Just as a side note, today, an amateur won a PGA Tour event. Nick Dunlop, shouts out to him. First amateur oh, since cool. 1991 to win a professional golf tournament. Or the PGA tournament, I should say. Um, uh, talk so about his dream, that was for sure. Cool. Yeah, I mean, how many times you know, have not just kids, but adults said, you know, I've got this putt to win the masters or I've got this putt to win yeah, or I've got this shot, you know, this free throw wins the oh, for sure. hockey, everything. And I think yeah. that's one of the, it was, of course we decided on the topic before that. I thought that was just kind of a cool way to bring it in. Yeah. I didn't know what you meant when you said dreams, if you meant like literal dreams, like, Sleepy time dreams or dreams in life or both? Uh, so a little bit of both. Sure. Because if we, if we have dreams without actions, then they're just wishes. And right. uh, I've had a couple things like that. The putter that still drives you crazy. <laughs> There's a few other, <laughs> few other things that I could Drive have invented. Absolutely or nuts. If I'd have pulled the, pulled the trigger on it or took the action. Um, would have been lucrative. Um, but even in, even in that, seeing how like you're doing, Megan's doing, the family's doing, it changes what's important. So like, you know, we, we set dreams, goals, all these things. Right. And then I remember talking to Rhonda one time and we were talking about, she's like, you know, why did you, why was this house so important to you? And I said, well, then I, w- then I got to the point where I made it. Or, and right. then she says, made what? And then that made a big sense. It made a lot of sense to me as, you know, what was I pursuing? Who was I trying to impress? Right. Or who was I trying to, was this my dream? Or was my dream not right. this place? But or was it making it? Right. And that's kind of where I was going with the with the dream thing is is how to take the dreams and put action to them so that they become real, or actually seeing if that's a dream or just something that is in your head that says that is a goal that I could be somebody that I maybe not. Right. Yeah, and I feel like especially with um, that's better um, social media and stuff. You know, we see all these guys with their fancy cars and their big houses and doing all this stuff. And uh, a lot of kids are like, that's what I want. I want to have this house. I want to have this car. I want to drive a Lamborghini. And, I mean, that was never one of my dreams. Um, But I, I have, I don't think I could have dreamt when I was a kid that I'd be where I am now doing what I am now at all. Like, I never mm-hmm. thought I'd be <laughs> maintaining elevators <laughs> and living in Pennsylvania. Like, I n- never thought never crossed my mind when I was a kid. But it also goes to show you how sometimes you don't dream big enough for yourself. Because this is more than I could have ever asked for. Yeah, and I, don't, I think that's a um, good point. It's something that isn't, wasn't on the radar. But it's also something that's got you to a place where 
you know, you kind of are living a dream. Right. And the way that, you know, doing your, doing the podcast, doing, doing your stand up, you know, it, it, we, and we've talked about this before is how once you get to a certain point, and that's, I think that's one of the problems with desire is when that desire gets fulfilled or that dream gets fulfilled. Right. Then, then what? And do you have to keep yep. going? And I think, like, for me, in this situation, the house was part of the journey. And I'm a big journey fan. Not just the band, but... <laughs> for sure. <laughs> the path to where I am. Right. And, like, I, it, I would have never thought at, what, almost 63 I'd be single and starting another career and right. doing my first, I got, I'm doing my first yoga fest in, in May. We're all, I know. Can't, compl- can't, can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. <clears throat> you know, I'm going to be talking about cacao and, and safety and in those areas where people are more vulnerable, you know, when they, right. when they start to open their heart, we don't want to have them open their heart and then be obliterated by something. If they, you know, they just kind of open to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, then I'm going to go up on stage and obliterate people's feelings. So it's <laughs> no. Um but yeah, I never thought I'd be doing stand up like an actual show doing stand up even 6 months ago. I was like this is just something fun to do you know every once in a while, but I mean it's it's going to be a crazy next few months. Yeah. I mean, you're opening for somebody that we've had on the podcast. Um, right, Kenny. Yeah. So it's it's just like I like I said, it's just been no matter what I've dreamt about, the main thing that I that I can set in now is just this calmness and self love that I have for myself. I mean that that's not a you know that's not a dream. You know, it's like if I make this six foot right. then I'm going to love myself. It's <laughs> like I want to win the master. It's totally different. Right. But it's, it's for me, it's so much deeper and better than what, I, you know, ideally what I've had somebody, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm good where I am. So it makes, you know. Right. And I'm still like, one of the things, um, I just completed my Reiki uh, master teacher. And in the process of that it just keeps coming up that you never stop being the student right and that's kind of where my dream is now how can i just continue to learn and be the student and not you know not think i know everything or not be that person that's not going to grow right well and as soon as you think you know everything there's going to be somebody from somewhere come along and knock you down a peg for sure because that's especially when it's arrogantly like if you think you know better than everybody i feel like that's when karma or whatever comes around and goes oh you think you know everything well watch this here let, let me show you yeah it's yeah. Uh, but that's you know for me that would be a dream is just to never never have the place where i don't desire to learn right and I think if I think if everybody desired to learn instead of 
desired, say, the physical or the, the material, the world would be such a better place. Even if it was just learning about, like, <clears throat> learning about people instead of judging them. You get what I'm saying? Like, we were mm-hmm. just watching a movie called Silver Linings Playbook. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Oh, but, yeah, um, got to Cooper in yeah, it, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's an amazing movie, and it and it shows such a real side of mental health and the, and the struggles that not only men but women have too. And it shows the rabbit holes you can go down when you're trying to white knuckle it or think you have have this licked and just stop. I, I'm not just talking about meds, but stop working on yourself. You stop going to therapy or doing your meditation, whatever your therapy is. Mm-hmm. And then they learn to learn. They learn to not just see somebody at face value, but get to know them and learn about them and learn about what makes them do these crazy, awful things. And um, it's just, it was just a really good. I wish people would strive to learn instead of striving to judge or, or mock or mimic people or, or diminish people. But the society, I feel like that's all we do is just diminish everybody. And not every, obviously not a hundred percent of people, but a lot of people just diminish others and think it makes them look better. Yeah. And I think, and it's kind of the, like the more I, go into the what metaphysical woo-woo, the internal belief systems. And, and and it's funny because the more people I meet in that arena, the more people are trying to have less. Like, you know, I'm minimalizing, I'm, I'm cutting down on stuff that it just isn't important. You know, at one point I probably had, I would say 500, 600 golf clubs. And one day I just got to the why. I remember. <laughs> Right. I, right. I don't know how many times I move those things. And, you know, I have tons of things, but that's, and I've talked about this before. I call it the box cutter sy- syndrome that if you have 10 box cutters, you never can find one. Like you're always looking right. for them. If you have one, then you know where it is and you take care. You know, it's like that. And I think, again, in the dream, sometimes we go overboard. I like, I had the the 57 Chevy pickup truck that sat in the garage most of the time. And, and right. you know, I was like, it needs to be, you know, it's like having a musical <laughs> instrument that's not played. They need to be played. That's That should honor them. If you're not going to do it, right. get rid of it. Um, yeah. But I think our dreams a lot of times get, and the pun intended, get cluttered with what we admire in other people. But we don't, we don't dream as much as about what we admire in ourselves. Yeah, making it more important. Yeah, that- I, I mean, just look at, I mean, clutter's everywhere, but I mean, look at athletes. Nothing wrong with how much money they make and do it, but you have some of these athletes that go and they're, they're living in a nice house, they have a couple cars, whatever, but then you have some of these athletes that have 57 cars, they drive two of them, excuse me, they drive two of them, and you know, like they have so much, so much excess mm. when they could have just like, <clears throat> you don't need it. Yeah. But from a, from when we're young, we're, sh- we see these guys, right? We see the Michael Jordans mm. and 
Dennis Rodman's and Scottie Pippen's, obviously from when I was younger. But like now, the, the, they have Messi, Ronaldo, LeBron, um, Steph Curry, all these guys, and they make this all this money, and they wear all these flashy stuff. And then these, like Grayson, especially, thinks that that's what he wants from his life, and that's not what you should want necessarily i i understand everybody wants a little you know some amenities or you know but they didn't just get that given to them either right like they've worked hard for this and that's what they value or have been taught to value um or that that was part of their dreams right you know growing like you said like with with gray that's kind of his you know he's he likes the blingy stuff and, for sure and you know luckily like he doesn't this, care if it's real or not this house is huge especially for one person but i do i share it all right. the time and people i mean there's hundreds of people that love this place and you know it was it was funny because i had some people in for cacao yesterday and they were like how could you how could you let this go we need this place and i'm like it doesn't matter for me <laughs> I mean, it's a special place, no, right. no doubt. But it's also when the groups come together makes it that much more special. Right. So if I find the next place, did that's you ask just them if they're going to help you pay the mortgage? Yeah, just pay. <laughs> you know, like when the, the, the you guys pay last, the mortgage, I won't move. Right. The last few houses we've had have been, you know, McKinney Lane was amazing in its in its ways, and Old Town Branch was yeah. amazing in its ways, and this has been amazing in its ways but the more i again the the more i think about what it is to make it is to have a a few friends that you can count on yeah to to love yourself and not be searching for that place where you're you're lacking you know don't look at the bad stuff don't concentrate on it without looking right. at the good stuff yeah you can, we- that's another thing we all, us as a people do. There's so much negativity. It's it's ridiculous. And, and people are focusing on all the, the wrong things. But as a society, we just suck those, you know, we just suck everything up from like, like a sponge. Excuse me. And I mean, you just get to a point where you're like, okay, when, when is this all going to end? As soon as Mother Earth kicks us when, off. When are people going <laughs> to, what? As soon as Mother Earth kicks us What'd off. What'd you say? Yeah, <laughs> way she's going. Way we're treating. Um, well, yeah. I mean, she, yeah, she's not doing this to herself, but um, she's not committing suicide. <laughs> no, but it's. I mean, even I don't know. Like my dreams for the future now don't even involve myself. They involve my children mostly. Uh, like all the things I dream of is just them growing up and being happy, having families of their own. If they want, if they don't want to have a family, then like encouraging them with whatever they're doing. But I don't dream about like, like this whole comedy thing. I have my first show on the second. I, I don't have a dream of necessarily doing this full time, but it would be awesome to like work up to that. I mean, we're far, far, far away from that, but it, it's just, I spend so much more time on my children <laughs> thinking of mm-hmm. the kids and everything than I do myself. Um, but oh, there also like you has said, to be I'm, I'm already kind of, 
Yeah. Well, I like I like you said earlier, I'm also kind of living a dream now where I never thought that I would be here. So it's been good. I can't I can't worry about things that have gone wrong. I have to keep pushing forward and try to do make more things go right. Yeah, and I think remember that's... that I'm only 37. <laughs> yeah, that's what I keep remembering too. <laughs> You're 37. <laughs> I'm only 37, 30. Well, no, I got a few more years on that. Um, but yeah, the <clears throat> I think it when things become more simple, in my in my opinion, though, when they become more simple, you can be yourself more often. Um, you know, there and and we are sometimes we're around people that don't let us be ourselves, and it's the same. I think a lot of times it's the same. I, I, I almost want to say status relationships or. You know who's yeah. who, who this person knows and this person, and you know I've in in the transferring to Louisville. There's people up there that I used to think were really you know friends, and then they turned out not to be. And then I have people that that weren't as much, but they are now, and they're just it's just it's just cool to be able to flow with that, right? And getting to meet people that are themselves um, unapologetically a lot of times. And I think it keeps, it keeps them a little bit more real and raw. Right. You know, most of these people have gone through a bunch of stuff and they're just like, I've done it. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not, you know, their dreams were different. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with letting those people go. I mean, I actually just had a conversation Friday with a buddy of mine talking about how far we've come because we've both gotten the apprenticeship at the same time and what we're doing with our lives and all this stuff and talking about how some of the some of the people we know mutually are just like not healthy to be around we don't want them around Mm -hmm. i I don't really like this word but they're being toxic um i think that word gets thrown around too much um, anytime somebody disagrees with you, they say they have a toxic point of view, or whatever. But, uh, and he he told me he was like one of the things I always liked about you is that you were just yourself. Like you were not concerned with anybody else. You weren't worried about it. Ha- like you weren't going to act like somebody else in front of other people. You were just you. And I was like, well, yeah, that took a long time to do. It wasn't a, an am- <laughs> I didn't come out of the womb like that. But, right. um, and that's why we both, I think, still get along is because we're both just, we're completely different people. Like we're not the same, but we're right. just ourselves all the time. And we just respect it. Like we don't have to worry about, like I don't have to worry if him and I are hanging out acting different than I do. I just am me. And he knows the same for me. So it's it's one less stress on your life when you don't have to be worry about appeasing people. Yeah, I think if we go into just a little bit deeper about dreams, I think there's a point, too, where people go into and they live other people's. Or they try to fulfill their dreams. And I think that's another place where parents and you know, people that are, that we look up to those kind of things. And if we get caught up in, in trying to be there in their dream state, let's say that it also doesn't let us know who we are. Right. 
And, you know, there's people that's... That's a hard part about being a parent. Huh? Yeah. I said, that's a hard part. I wanted you to come golf all the time. But, you know, you were into something else. And that was... And that was fine. And it, there's an energy that, like, I know with my dad, he didn't get to play sports in high school or maybe he played a little. He didn't even finish high school. But he always wanted to see me play football because that was his dream. Right. And I, right. I, I liked football. It was fine. I was good at it, that kind of stuff. But um, it had been funny if I'd have been on the golf team. <laughs> right. And then yeah. they picked it up a lot earlier, but uh, yeah, I, it's, I think it's important just for for me is the why behind the dream, right? And pretty much anything in life. But wh- why why was I doing this, or why did I do this? And once we make it, in air quotes, right, right. <laughs> Sometimes there's a lot of there's a loss along the way that was that was important or more than right. that, right? And uh, you know, it could have been a relationship, it could have been a relationship with, or yourself, your self value, your self worth. So, in in dreams, it's I think in our real dreams, our actual sleep dreams, a lot of times there's messages in those that would help us if we listen to them or if we could concentrate on them. And right, yeah. You can, like, I have lucid dreams, and it's like, I know it's a dream, and I can mess with it, which is kind of fun. It's like a video game. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if somebody's, like, I'm, I'm running from something that's going to attack me, right? And I turn around, I'm just like, it, it reminds me a lot of the Green Lantern. <laughs> do you remember that movie? Where you could just... You could just do whatever you want. Yeah, I could just like put bars up or yeah. put a cage, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I I can understand because I've done this since I was little. I could mess with I could mess with the characters in my dream, <clears throat> which is kind of fun. But I also have to figure out why I'm going through that. What's right. what's the the thing? And I, and I think it was funny because Freud was one of those guys that started dream analysis, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, if this happens, then this has happened to you." But they took the individualization right. out of everything, which I think is funny <laughs> really, for, yeah, for, psych- really for psychiatry or psychology. It's like, it's just so funny. So when I started tracking those and seeing, okay, if this is coming into my life, say it's a, a giant bear, what does that actually represent in my right. life? What am I coming up against? Or what is what does that represent? Only I can tell that. And right. It's it's in the depth of the knowing or the understanding, and not limiting yourself to the physicality of whatever it is. Right, right. So that bear could actually I don't represent a boss or um, right. a, a friend or a person or somebody that's in trouble or something that I'm trying to overcome that doesn't need to be that way. Right, right. Those kind of things. You don't have bears in your dreams. Is that what you said? I don't remember any of my dreams. <laughs> that's not true i remember some of them but i can't control anything in them and it's usually i remember it as almost there's like a haze over it Mm -hmm. yeah i mean the more you're into it i don't dream vividly the more you're into it the more you can play with it but like i said i've been doing this since i was probably three 
so I've had a few few years experience with it. <laughs> Just and a I, few. And, but I also know if there's no dreams, then there's something else that's going on. So there's a there has to be a balance uh, in there. I have months where I won't remember. I'm sure I might have dreams, but I don't remember any of them. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I just sleep to sleep a chance to dream. I try to sleep every once in a while. No dreams, no <laughs> nightmares. Is that how it is? <laughs> I don't have too many nightmares. Nightmares don't bother me. Yeah, because well, I don't remember. Probably don't because I don't remember them. Usually, nightmares you wake up with the startling, yeah. and sometimes well, I don't remember. And I know I dream. I know I dream something because Ash says I talk in my sleep all the time, like actual like sentences. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> saying something to somebody. <laughs> I, I remember her, one time she's got to start recording me. I can't. I think it was Ron and Ron. We were all sitting there watching a movie, and they're sleeping, and they're ans- they're talking and answering questions from each other. That's how it was so funny. It had nothing to do with the movie, which was right. kind of funny. Just them in sleep talking. Just sleeping and talking and answering. But yeah, there. I mean, it's when it comes to the mental health side of it, I think it's important to start understanding like what what right. your why is in, in these yeah. in these dreams. Yeah, and not only in the sleepy time dreams, but in your life lifetime dreams. Yeah, both. Yeah, I mean, if you can analyze it, and you can the, the sleepy dreams. If you can get into those, that may answer some questions for you. But also, <clears throat> if we get to a certain place where we're, we're in a dream that's not our dream and we don't get there, a lot of times that's a failure for us. Instead of seeing all the stuff that happened again along the way, right. what the journey was like, or however it went. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's like you're going to be dreaming in a little bit. I, dude, I am tired all the time. I don't know. That's what happens when you have four kids and a baby. When they're all at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, you got anything Anything to wrap up with, Dad? What are you thinking? I, I think it's important in, in several ways is to try to find your why. If there's something that you really want, right. find your why. Once you find that, then it's going to be easier to put action to that dream. If you're dreaming right. in, re- in the nighttime sleepy dreams, write them down, connect with them. You can have them over and over again. And sometimes that'll happen if you're not learning from them. So keep a journal by right. your bed and just write it down if you wake up. All right. Write down in your journal what your sleepy dreams are if they keep recurring. Well, it, yeah. Even if I was they just going to tell people, I want to know their weirdest dream. Nice. That would be. I was going to have everybody comment. What's your weirdest dream you've ever had? I like that'd it. That'd be a fun little comment section to watch. <laughs> that'd be that'd be a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right thank you, everybody, for listening. Just remember, you are not broken, and you are and not alone. You're not alone. If you can see you. If you can see you.